Hello, I am William Gutierrez. I'm 14 years old and I'm currently living in Pacific Grove, California. Um, hi, my name is Amber and I come from Shanghai and I'm 14 years old. So nice to meet you. Hi, my name is Martin Wong and I am also 14 years old and I live in Mill Valley, California. And today we are going to be talking about identity. Uh, so the things that we did was we gathered up seven questions uh, and we all interviewed three people each with those questions. And what we are going to be doing first is going through them one by one and discussing what the interviewees gave as an answer. So let's go for the first one. What does it mean to be human? So the people I interviewed, they all said being human means to cooperate, or contribute to a community of people working towards a goal that they all want to achieve, or they're working towards a goal that's greater than themselves, or serves a greater purpose. Um, so my group mainly talks about um, the difference between human and animals, and how we believe in things that animals don't, such as we believe in connections, we believe in things that's kind of fake, like God, like, um, like and we believe in and we have some religious activities, and that's how we're different from animals. And my interviews gave uh, things like we make mistakes, and kind of like Martin, they like they basically invent things to adapt to the community to the environment that they're in, and just yeah, basically adapt, like, like I just said. So yes. So, I guess those somewhat overlap each other in a way. So that's that's pretty good. Okay. Moving on to the second question. What are three words to describe your identity? I'll go first for this one. Um various things, a lot of them, all of them said caring and basically empathetic. So they all have empathy towards others is what they said. Uh so yeah that was the main trend for mine. The people I interviewed, they didn't say like what's inside, like the emotions. They just mm -hmm. said what their physical appearance was like. They, oh, they have black hair. Oh, I'm, I'm this ethnicity. I'm from here. Mm -hmm. I'm a male. I'm a female. They just said generic stuff like that. They didn't really go that extra mile to say, oh, I'm caring. I'm caring for others. I am people for others. So my, so my interviewees, they're mostly talking about. Um, like what they believe in. So some of them said, oh, I believe in Christian, I believe in Buddha, and I believe uh, I'm a feminist. So they're mostly like things about identities. Okay, so we have like, so we have, I think what this is, we have, this is like social self identity and body self identity. Because I think each of our interviewees had like entered a different type of topic with an identity, like you have beliefs, um, emotions, and you have physical uh, physical attributes too. So yeah, uh, any anything else from you guys for this one? Nope. Nope. Okay. Third question: uh, What part of your identity do you think people notice first about you? Again, my. Oh, my. oh you can. Say Amber, you can go first. <laughs> oh, thank you. So my interviewees, they mainly talk about how people like notice when they first talk to them. So my cousin said that 
people always think that she's very shy and my other friends say they might be a bit outgoing so yeah so my interview is that people usually notice about them is again uh being shy or the way they talk they also said uh one of them that i found kind of funny was their height and that's one all of my interviews we said interview we said that everyone always notices their height first and then it was their ethnicity where they're from and the way they talk or how they act uh and for mine uh it was kind of it kind of varied um one of them said how they're like an introvert so basically their whole demeanor as a person how they like you know approach things another one uh talked about the physical attributes and i think my last one also did physical attributes so the main the main one was just physical appearance so yeah so i guess one thing that connects is the physical appearance for everyone yeah anything else to add oh okay um number four who influences you the most in life and why um, in this case, I think most of the people talk about their parents, how they influence them as a little kid, how they teach them, how they help them. And I remember one of the interviewees said Disney is the thing that influenced her. She introduced us like how Disney helped her to believe in happiness, how it always cheer her up. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's so different among like different people. Mm -hmm. Um, my interviewees, again, yeah, a lot of them said their parents or some older relative. I think that's a very common one just because it's very common for you to look up to people older than you and they're related to you. But one of the interesting ones that stood out to me was some, one of my interviewees said Abraham Lincoln. He was a strong leader and a very passionate person. So I found that interesting. Yeah. I get all of you guys. This is a big trend. Definitely um, parents. So, yeah, both two of my interviewees uh, said parents. Uh, one of them also included their dog influenced them a lot and i was like okay that was pretty interesting and my mom was one of the interviews and hers was actually um god so one of her beliefs that she wanted to live by his standards so that was interesting to me so yeah so i guess what we can take from this was that uh parents was a big parents are a big influence to a lot of people on their lives yeah anything else Okay, let's go to the fifth question. What gives you the motivation to not give up? I remember the interviewees, one of them said that they'd always imagine themselves in some sort of scenario or some sort of like, you know, when you're in like, when you're really young, they ask you, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? You can be anything. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I imagine myself as what I want to be when I grow up. And I set as a goal and I try to work towards something that I think I can. Accomplish. Mm -hmm. That's what they said. Ah. So my interviewee, they mainly say things like their passion, how they enjoy in life. That encourage them to not give up and keep moving. Bless you. Yes, Nick. Oh, was that all, Amber? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, for mine was. A lot of them thinking about the outcome of what they're about to do and definitely how it's going to impact others in the future. 
long term, long term or short term. So that was that was that was I think yeah, literally what every single person said that I interviewed. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, got anything else to say about it? Nope. Okay. Sixth question. Uh, what part of your identity do you think you face the most oppression for the most and why? Um, my interviewees, it, a lot of them, it was more of how just basically they're, they're how do I say this? Their, I'm gonna say it again. Their demeanor, like their their emotions, how they feel towards other people, and just basically how they approach things. Uh, like my mom, for her, it's like when it, for her, it's um being too straightforward and kind of saying things as it is, no matter like how harsh it's gonna be. Another one, one of my friends said um that it's because he's not really sociable. And he's more of an introvert and uh, isn't really a social person, he said, in general. So, yeah, it was too, it, for me, it's it kind of uh, funny that it was just too, too extremes is what I was trying to say. Yes. So my interviewing, they mainly talking about how their sex, um, how their gender um, leads them to face oppression. So all my interviewees, they are female, and they mentioned how society mis somehow mistreated or discriminated against female and how they found difficult to do a certain thing. I remember one of my friends saying a very basic topic, and I think that's very funny. She said when she was in kindergarten, she is afraid to like blue, the color blue, because all the girls supposed to like pink. And she talks about how um, she finds being a woman is hard um, it's hard being a woman to tell what she like, um, the not girly stuff she like. So yeah. Um, I think uh, my interviewees mainly what they said was their race. I think uh, <clears throat> they didn't say much else. They just said uh, that they felt the most oppression for their race because I mean they do live in America. And uh, some of them have varying races, so yeah. Okay. Um, the last question that we asked was, "What part of your identity do you value the most?" So, what was your guys' interviews answers? Mine talks. Of, mine mainly talks about their um, characteristic and how how those characteristics help them to. Um, to do a certain thing. Hmm. Uh, mine. The one of the my first interview, he talked about how his um, approach to problems, how he how he thinks basically outside of the box and tries to look at it in different perspectives. Like he said, for example, like if there's a war, there's a revolution against the British and the Americans. Uh, he looks at both sides to get the the full view of what was happening. And also, you know what? Yeah, that, that was the biggest thing that they said. It all revolved around looking outside of the box for all my interviews. Um, one of the ones that one of my friends said that really resonated me, with me was 
he was most proud of his drive to keep moving forward and to no matter how much not not give up or just keep moving forward even if he didn't like what he was doing he'd always do it because he knew it was it was for the best and another one that i liked was uh he was proud of his height which was fun So, yeah, and um, throughout throughout the interview, and then we found out that we have a very major theme is how parents and others influence our identity, and it's a very mutual topic that we all realize, and we're going to talk about this. So, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so that actually concluded all of the questions that our interviewees talked about. And what we're going to be discussing about now is basically the biggest trend on how their identity became what it is, is because of how their parents influence it. So does anyone want to start it? Well, I think the most obvious statement is that if your parents are acting a certain way, you're bound to act that way too. Because if you're growing up knowing that, you'll see that as the only acceptable way to act because it's the only thing you've been exposed to thus far. That's the, I think that's the biggest, uh, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Yeah. What it's when, um, you know, when kids are small, parents are like the only one they can look up to and they're kind of like their role model. So like Martin said, they will like duplicate whatever parents did. And I think um, parents always affect child since they're very small. Mm -hmm, because like everyone said, wow, yeah. Like they, their brains are kind of like just a piece of clay. And as they're growing up with their parents, they're, their parents are, are literally molding it to be who they are. So that has a big impact on how they proceed in life, actually. So that's a big thing. Oh, and also, yeah, like identity, going to like a subtopic about that, like how you, I guess, maybe actually how you speak. Like if you speak English, let's say you have a different, a different type of English. I know it sounds weird, but like, there's some people that speak only formal English, like they're like super um, strict about how they speak, you know, with all the grammatical stuff and that. But there's people like I would say, like me, I'm not really worrying about that stuff. And I can, I kind of say a lot of slang. I like it more than I should, in my opinion. But yeah, that's an example. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me see if my let me see if I like. If you stop the recording, the recording only downloads once the meeting. Oh, I never record before. <laughs> so, uh, continuing that topic, um, I uh, think it's not recording anymore. Oh, well, we can, 
Try to keep going right now because we have the podcast going. Just, just we have five more minutes. Do oh, just just okay. five more minutes. So, um, I think continuing on that after they're gone with their parents, I think it also could be that I don't know when. Do you guys know when your brain's fully developed? Like twenty-two. Twenty-two. So I think also other than just parents. I think when you go off to college and you start, like, let's say you're living in a dorm room with your roommate, I think possibly living with your roommate for a large amount of time could also influence you to be who you are. You could learn so much, so many new things if you're living with them on a daily basis, almost as much as your mom or dad. So that could be something huge. And I definitely resonate with Will's opinion a lot. So I went to some summer camps before, and I met a lot of roommates from all over the world. I met somebody from Jamaica, somebody, people from um, Korea, people from Shanghai, people from um, California. And I did um, got influenced a lot. I remember um, I was, I got a roommate, and she's in Korea, and she likes a lot of anime stuff. And after getting along with her, I actually found I I'm kind of interested in anime right now. So I think that's how roommates affect you or people that are close by and how they affect you on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think um, getting to getting to know someone that lives so much farther away from you gives you a new, like, because you already should, you probably already have knowledge on, like, what their culture is, but it helps you, gives you a perspective on, like, firsthand on what it's like from them, which is pretty cool to get to know. Is that it? Are we finished? Oh, oh cool. Um, Less than I'm surprised my internet's held up this long without. That is that is good, Martin. That's good for the that that is good for the podcast, Martin. So um, I guess I will slowly wrap it up here. We can go through each talking about a takeaway that we took from this podcast. Ladies first, Amber. Do you want to go first? Uh, I can go second. Second? Okay, that's all good. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. What I took away is that many people can influence, influence us to have views on different things. I would say, like we've been saying throughout the whole podcast, our parents have. And that it's good to know, get, good to be able to see all sides of the story. And just to know that the people that don't take the people that you hang out with for granted, because they are the people that will form who you are. Cool. So what I get from this podcast is um, how people view identity as different thing, because they vary from their physical appearance to what they really believe in, and they are so different. And that teach me how to be more inclusive to one another. And that just, it's a very good talk, I think. 
And Martin, what is your takeaway? Um, God, Discord's flying off. I have to mute these notifications. It's all good. It's all good. Just go do on the server. All right. Well, I, my takeaway is that, yeah, everyone is different. And it really gives you a perspective on how much variety you everyone keeps, I, I wouldn't say hidden, but variety that you don't see in people that you already know or people that you think you know. That is very well said, Martin. Okay. This is William Gutierrez and Sean. Sorry if I mispronounced. I can mispronouncing the word mispronounced. Oh my God. And Martin Wong. Thank you so much. I am also thanking myself too. Um, have a good day.